everybody, and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast. I'm Stephanie Hansen, and we talk to cool people doing cool things throughout the state of Minnesota. And I'm here with Josh Newman, who's doing something really cool. And I'm so like glad you guys reached out to me because I did not know about your company. And it's so amazing. It is called Kind Lips. And you took this like simple idea of I when I'm a kid, my lips are always chapped. And you formulated your own like organic lip, um, lip gloss, lip chapstick. We don't, won't call it chapstick because that's a brand name. That's like calling it Coca-Cola, but (laughs) you like formulated your own kind and you've done so much with the give back model. I'm really excited to have you on the program. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Tell me about, okay. My niece is like 11 years old and her lips are perpetually chapped. Do we know why like some people have chapped lips more than others? Um, a lot of it, I think, comes down to hydration. So drinking enough water, I think, think really, really helps. And, um, and then there's a lot of lip balms out there that claim to help your lips. And that was part of my story that, you know, there's little alcohols and different ingredients in there that you don't know about that are actually dry out your lips you know, so that it makes you use a product more. So I remember someone being addicted to Carmex in junior high. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, it's so funny because I never, you know, when I grew up, I never thought, oh, I'm going to sell lip balm, start a lip balm company. Uh, that wasn't on my list. And, but learning about just the different products, not only in the lip industry, but also in the beauty industry. And I'm probably the last person that, you know, should be doing anything with the beauty industry or, you know, usually it's, it's somebody that's using the beauty products, you know, and so I've been learning about this and it's, it's really, it's an interesting world to get into. And I, and it's, it's fun to, there's a lot of opportunity to create some positive change in that. Well, we've evolved a lot from putting Vaseline on our lips, which is petroleum oil, which we've all used. (laughs) There's a lot of people that still use petroleum based products. And, and, you know, I guess I've never, I've read a lot of different studies that say, once you digest that or you, you know, if you put it on your lips, you're going to eat some of it and it doesn't ever really leave your, your stomach. So, um, yeah. So FYI to people that are still using petroleum products and maybe, maybe stop. Yeah. That's so gross to even think about it. And so gross to think that we put that on our lips. I don't know. Gross. Um, so you started this lip balm company and I imagine because we started moving then into colored lip balms, that that's where you found yourself sort of sliding into the beauty side of things. Can you just like give me your like story in a nutshell of how this came to be? Yeah, well, I mean, I went to school to be a special education teacher. And so I learned a lot about behavior management, behavior modification tools just to manage a classroom. Um, with student teaching said, nope, not for me. I don't want to be stuck in the school any longer. So I bounced around for like six or seven years. Didn't know what I wanted to do. Ended up getting into real estate and fell in love with real estate and would have people in my car and would get to know them and build relationships and, and truly thought that I was having an impact. And, and after about, and I woke up and I worked hard, you know, it was seven days a week and I became a top 10 realtor in Minneapolis. And, and it was really fun. And then it was up after about year eight of that, I woke up and I'm like, I don't love this anymore. And it was from a worldly perspective, it was really unfortunate for me because I was making a lot more money than I ever thought I would make and, and actually had a lot of time at that point, had staff working for me. And so I remember sitting at home and I was just wasn't happy and growing up without money, 
and then getting to a place where I had more money than I, than I needed. And I realized like money didn't really bring me happiness. And I was like, what do I want to do with my life? And, and it wasn't, and I knew that I had to start a business and I didn't, wasn't going to ever have a nine to five. So sitting on a couch one night in my condo and was thinking about, all right, what business can I start? What do I love? What do I enjoy? And, and nothing was coming to mind. And I looked down at my hand and I had a tube of lip balm in my hand and I was twirling it. And I said, well, I've always liked lip balm and I've never found one that I think actually works that well. So this can't be rocket science to make a lip balm that works. And so that's kind of how the idea of starting a lip balm company came about. I went through this, like, I mean, this is like a five minute process where I thought about um, some different things that I'd learned about or been reading about from a self-development standpoint said, okay, I'm going to start this lip balm. That's going to be um, prayed over blessed. And I'm going to market it more towards like a spiritual side of yogis, Christians, kind of that thinking like that's a market that nobody really plays around in lip balm. And my mom happened to call me soon after. And I told her, told her the idea. And, uh, she's like, Oh, you'll be good at whatever you got to do. I got to go. And it was, it was that quick. And I was like, man, that, that didn't really seem that encouraging. And so I went about my night and went to bed. And the next morning I woke up at right at 6am. I'll never forget it. It was 6am exactly. And my phone was ringing and it was my mom calling. And I'm assume something horrible was sure. happening. And so I answered the phone. I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. She's like, I've been up since 3am. I couldn't sleep. And she said, I had the most vivid dream I've ever had in my entire life. And if you knew my mom, that's, that's significant. Cause probably like right. a lot of moms, she dreams. And, and so she's like, I had a dream that you were young and you, she's like, you're five or six. And I have a sister that's two years older than me. And she said, you and Aubrey got in a really massive fight. And you said a lot of really mean things to her. I'm like, yeah, probably close to being real and true. So nothing new here. And uh, she said, um, for your punishment, she made me sit down. Like I, I sat down at like a school desk and in this dream, she's standing over my shoulder. And for punishment, I had to write the law of kindness is on my lips. And I had to write that sentence 50 times. And as she's standing over my shoulder and I'm writing these sentences, every time I wrote the words kind and lips, they flew off the page and hit her in the face. And she's recanting this dream to me and, and I started getting chills. And she's like, I think if you're going to start a lip balm company, that was the first instance where I knew where she was going with this. She's, if you're going to start a lip balm company, I think you're supposed to call it kind lips and not, I was going to call it blessed lips. And, and so, and I knew in that moment, I'm like, this is what I'm supposed to do with this next season of life. And so I'm like, you're the best mom ever totally redeemed yourself. Um, got off the phone and, and, um, bought the website within like 10 minutes. And then I'm like, all right, crap. Now I got to figure out how to make lip balm. So that was the next step. So learned how to make lip balm on my stove at home and researched all the ingredients and really wanted it to be something that I would use. And I, and I do have, unfortunately for my bank account, I have a, I value really nice things. And so I, you know, when it comes to using any products or food and I try and shop organic. And so I wanted to make sure it was something that I would want to use. And so, yeah, started learning how to make lip balm on my stove at home until I got a formula that I thought was really good. So you decide that you're going to leave your lucrative real estate life. Did you decide, you know, you're at the stove, you're making lip balm, you've got the formulation you know, like, do you remember thinking like how much money you needed to put into it to start it and when you could leave your business to do that? And tell me about that transition. Um, great question. I, I, I'm not smart enough to think through that that much. So I, I knew that I needed to start saving. So from the time that I started Kind Lips to the time that I went 
full-time into Kind Lips and walked away from real estate was about two years. So for the next two years, I was definitely tightened up my spending and was saving as much as I could, knowing that I wanted to, I didn't want to take on investors. I didn't want to take on any money from family. I didn't, just because I didn't want to be beholden to anybody. Yeah. And, and so, and I knew that I had created a lifestyle where I wanted to continue to travel a little bit and, and, you know, still shop organic and do some of that stuff. So, um, yeah, it took about two years of really diligently saving, um, from real estate before I could walk away and and go full-time into kind lips. Was your, and I'll just ask kind of a general question. Was your nest egg when you left more than 20,000 or less? Way more. Okay. And so you put the nest egg aside and this is how you're going to start this company. My next question is whatever the amount was, was it enough? I'm still putting money into kind lips. Yeah. So that's where I was yeah, at. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, it's definitely, you know, we, uh, the first few years of, there's been a lot of learning experiences from ordering packaging to, um, just hiring different marketing firms or PR firms and going through that whole process and, and thinking like, so when I first left, um, I, real estate to go full-time into kind lips, I'd gone and somebody set up a coffee meeting for me to meet with Regis Corp. And I was like, yeah, I'll go meet with Regis Corp. That sounds great. And not really honestly thinking it was just a coffee meeting. And I go in there and within 30 minutes of meeting, they brought in five people within an hour. I had a purchase agreement for 3000 of their, um, cost cutter locations. And I was like, wow, this is easy. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, this is a sign. So then I had this big PO. So then I had to figure out how to get all the supply. And that was kind of the impetus to leave. So I, luckily I got a big purchase order and was able to have money to play with. And so, you know, I made, I've made and probably will continue to make a lot of mistakes. Um, but I, I do learn from each one of those mistakes. And we're at a point now where I'm not really having to put any more of my own money into it. Last yep. year, we, last year, um, we still didn't break even yet. And, and I still, you know, donated, uh, different causes out of my own pocket through the company. Cause that's something that I value and means a lot to me. Um, and so hopefully this year I won't have to have to do that. Cause I don't have a lot more of my own to keep, to keep living off of and, and giving. So, so 20% of profits are what you donate and you pick different organizations to support do you pick them just through your personal interests or do people nominate or how do you decide who to give to when people purchase kind lips? Yeah, it's really both. Yeah. Some, some interests that I found, you know, it started out like I knew that, you know, the impetus of kind lips or the product is to be a reminder to be kind. And, and as a, the company continues to evolve and I continue to evolve as a person, I'm like, okay, what does that mean? And and so we started out with just anti-bullying organizations. And Minnesota has PACER, which is one of the country's largest anti-bullying organizations. So it was fun to be able to spend time with them and learn about their heart and their mission. And they're just a really phenomenal company. And as I've learned more and talked more in the classrooms and with people like in suicide prevention and, and mental health kind of all combined into the, the anti-bullying aspect. And so we've started to veer more into both adding those organizations as well. And we encompass those as kind of just to end bullying. Um, But yeah, definitely the mental health and suicide prevention organizations are something that 
I think need as much help as they can, especially being in and coming out of this pandemic. And I mean, civility is at like an all time low for whatever reason, you know, because of the political situation that we found ourselves in because of the uh, racism and the murder of George Floyd coming to a head and people feeling really personally attacked um, because of just our connection to human beings and our world being severed by being at home for two years or, you know, people that were out in the workforce having to deal with people that were scared and frightened. And I just cannot, when I was reading about your company, I was like, wow, if we ever needed like just the simple act of just being kind Like, don't say those negative things, even if you think them, if you don't say them, they eventually go away or you learn how to deal with your angers and your frustrations in another way. And like social media is so easy to just like say just the meanest things to people because you're anonymous. And my tech with social media, because I'm a little bit of a public person, is just always to reply and be like, hey, and, and, you know, 90% of the time they're using an account that doesn't accept replies. So fine, whatever you're lack the courage to even stand by what you're saying. But, you know, other times it's like, oh yeah, sorry, I was having a bad day. (laughs) And I was like, wow, you just dumped your, you backed your dump truck onto my front doorstep and just like unloaded your pile of poop right at my door. And then I called you on your behavior and you're like, oh yeah, sorry, I was having a bad day. You know, like it's just if we could maybe think about how we're processing our own trauma, feelings, emotions, frustrations, whatever, it, the world would just be such a better place. And this idea of just having this little lip balm in your hand or on your desk or in your purse, and every time you use it, thinking about that is such a simple thing, but really gets me jazzed too, because mm-hmm. I just love the idea that it's small steps that you take to change your world or to change yourself. Like people even... I have, uh, I was talking, we were talking about workouts before we started the podcast and I work out with a group of ladies and it became clearly apparent in this workout group, how negative we talk about ourselves and the mean things we say to ourselves about ourselves, like, oh, I'm so fat today, or God, I just feel terrible. I'm so bloated. All that stuff. Like your psyche takes all that in and being kind to others is as important as being kind to yourself. Yeah, you know, it's, thank you for, I I couldn't ask for a better segue because that is, when we started this, that was about being a reminder to speak kind words to other people. And again, on the journey that my own personal journey, and because I'm such a big part of kind lips, they kind of go hand in hand. And I'm really at 42 years old, learning just now how to be kind to myself. And I'm not even close to where I want to be. And I know I have a long ways to go, but I'm a lot better than I was a year ago and five years ago. And, and it really is. And it's like I, the more kind that I am to myself, I don't need other people to be as kind to me. And so because I can't control anybody else's behavior, whether if they're going to dump on me for their bad day or they're, you know, they're tired or whatever, if I continue to be kind to myself, it's almost like I build this force field up. And not only do they not have to be kind to me, but hopefully I can give them some of that kind energy in return and, and, and change their day. So, you know, we started, um, it wasn't even my idea, like most things. And, and somebody had bought 32, 33 tubes of lip balm off our site when we first started. Um, and that was the biggest sale that we'd had. And she had reached out a couple months later and, and wanted to have a call. And so it spoke with her and she was a third grade teacher. And she said that she had really probably the 
least well-behaved classroom she's ever had. And she said, I saw your lip balm and I gave one to eat, about one, gave them to each of the students. And, and they had a, she did a curriculum around kindness. And so there was a really amazing thing after that is the kids would keep the lip balm in their desk. But if Johnny was being mean, the other kids would tell Johnny he should put his lip balm on or put his kind lips on. She's like, it's been a few months now, and it's actually one of the most well-behaved classrooms that we have. And she's like, I honestly think it's because of the lip balm or just the idea of it. And I was just so grateful that she shared that with me. And so we started a school program. And and so for, you know, I mean, it can go for any age. We all need a reminder, you know, but to get that association with kids at a young age that if they're touching their lips or putting lip balm on, to be kind. And as that's continued to evolve, now they each get a card that goes along with the lip balm that they have to write kind sentence about themselves. And I really want people to start associating lip balm or kindness with being kind to yourself because it starts with us. So, yeah. Oh yeah. gosh. I just love your story. And, um, uh, you know, I hope the lip balm's good, but even if it's not, I'll buy it because I'm just like, Oh, this is so great. And I know it's good because I researched and I read, um, and you've got, you've moved from just plain lip balms and flavors to colors too, like with lip color, lip tints. What does it feel? No, we actually haven't yet. We're so we're in process of the, no, you can't buy anything with lip tints yet. So we're, okay. we are in process of that. Now it is just the, it's the flavors and, and, you know, going back to the business side of it, um, I think like, do I want to keep expanding products and offering new products? Or do I want to continue to get the mission and the message out there? And I think right now we kind of, you know, we're in this space where people are just starting to find out about us. You know, we're getting opportunities to to go into some really well-known stores across the country. And it's really exciting. And, and I'm kind of want to just do what we're doing now really, really well. And then once those systems are set up and I've proven to myself and and to everyone else that we can do this and we can do it successfully, then I think that expansion stuff will come. But yeah, that, that development of, of that is really is in the works. That's kind of my question too, because I feel like, you know, lip balm is this thing from a beauty standpoint. And then when you get into tinted lip balms or you get into tinted lips and then you get into uh, just, that seems like the beauty category and something wholly different than uh, what I'll say, call like the convenience category of like lotion. And, yeah. but it, it's just, it's, there's such different categories and I know they're the same, but it feels really different from a marketing standpoint too, of, because then you're almost like in the Kylie Jenner space and all of the lip balm, the eyes and the, it starts to just go, 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 go. And it is interesting whether that will be the turn that you take or whether, and I mean, we kind of saw that with Burt's Bees, right? Yeah. Like for the longest time, it was just the very kind of basic for B products. And now they've moved into, and I think someone bought them, didn't they? Yeah, Clorox owns Burt's Bees. And and I think that's when it really took that that shift. And and I I thought about it when I, you know, when my mom had that dream and I was, I was so impacted and I still am by that. I get chills every time I tell that story. And I, I thought of like, oh, you know, I'm pigeonholing the brand by calling it kind lips. And as I thought about it, I'm like, that's okay. Because our job is to be as our brand, you know, our mission is to be a reminder for people to be kind. And so our, our product is, is about lips. And so I don't really care at this point to have 
kind lips shampoo or kind lips, you know, face lotion. That is not our mission. That's not our thing. And, you know, if eventually at some point 20 years from now, that stuff happens like in a different kindness shampoo brand or something, but kind lips really is about lip balm and, and associating kindness with, with your words and your, and your actions. And so I, I really feel confident that, you know, for the next five years, for sure, there's nothing going to be coming out unless it has to do with your lips. So. Yeah, I love it. Well, where can we purchase Kind Lips products now? I know you've got online at kindlips.com, Amazon. Are there local stores in the Twin Cities that we can direct people to? Yeah, I'm, I'm a lot of Martin Patrick's and Patina's and all. I think a lot of the local boutiques and have it. Uh, Cub Foods has it and soon to be Whole Foods will be nice. having it here. So yeah, so I think there's going to be a lot of you know, and we're open. If anybody that listens to this has suggestions or thoughts, like, you know, there's a lot of places that we don't even know where we should be. And, and so it's really, we, I love getting feedback from the consumer and saying, Hey, would you try and get it in here? Cause we need that help too. So. Yeah. I can think of a place that would be a good fit maybe. And that's face foundry. Yeah. Um, we actually have done some giveaways with face foundry and, and, and Michelle who started that, she's awesome. And that, that's a really wonderful company. Yeah. I really like her a lot too. And, um, she's just, it seems like her personal spirit would align with your mission. So that's my recommendation. So for whatever it's worth, Josh, it's really been great talking to you. Thanks for coming on the program and good luck with kind lips. Bye-bye.